Higher Inner Power, a reflection of true hip-hop culture, a study of hip-hop, and an execution of sticking to the roots while also propelling everything forward. Welcome back to another episode of Higher Inner Power. I'm your host, Ty Frazier, a.k.a. Supernova. Tuning in to you from Denver, Colorado. Here, you know, it's a pretty windy day today, you know what I'm saying? Kind of cold, but nonetheless a great day. Appreciate y'all tuning in with me. Appreciate y'all being interested in what I'm doing. Uh, This is really a podcast based around the history of hip-hop, how hip-hop relates to our current society and uh, the issues going on within it. You know, socioeconomically, oppression, racism, things of that sort. And just overall my love and passion for hip-hop because it truly is my life and it truly is what I put my heart and soul and my passion into. You know, today I really just want to discuss... uh, 90s hip-hop, you know, last time I discussed a little bit about the 70s and the 80s and a little bit about 90s, but uh, really I just want to go over the impact that it had and me being born in the 90s, I, I understand and relate to it a little bit more than other time periods, so really the 90s was a transitional period for everything, you know, film, entertainment, movies, travel, technology, it, it was changing so many things around the world, especially hip-hop. And hip-hop began to expand in ways we couldn't even imagine, from the fashion to movies to dance to TV shows and music videos becoming popular through things such as Yo! MTV Raps and, uh, you know, BET's The Basement and things like that. So, you know, the 90s had a huge impact on hip-hop and what it would later become, what it is today even, you know. I know Tupac, Biggie, you know, they definitely credited as some of the biggest artists of all time, and they definitely made their way in the 90s, and unfortunately also passed away in the 90s, but their influence is still felt to this day, and I mean, you could go to pretty much any country around the world, and they'll know who Tupac and Biggie are most likely, you know, so that really shows the testament to hip-hop and how influential it can be, and uh, yeah, you know, me being born in the 90s, that's when I found my love of hip-hop. Personally, the first artists I came upon were Tupac and DMX. I'll never forget my friend Jacob showing me their music because his brother had given them some of their albums. So, uh, you know, him going to school and just giving me some of those CDs and letting me borrow and listen to them, it just really changed my life and really gave me a love for hip-hop that to this day is just so, so passionate, you know. So, no, shout-out to him. And uh, that's really how my journey started, you know, hearing Tupac and DMX and then further digging into it, such as Tribe Called Quest and Nas and Immortal Technique and... Uh, just a lot of MCs that I just started to really admire. Big L, you know, Gangstar. You know, just amazing sounds that I found within the the culture of hip-hop. It really made me gravitate to it. The 90s had the biggest impact as far as that, in my opinion. And, you know, to me, on me to this day in my style. So, I definitely do everything I can to bring back the 90s. You know, even the fashion. It was definitely a transitional time for period. You know, it was a time where more people were allowed to have creative expression. More, We saw more colors, more bright things. You know, more baggy clothes, hoodies, you know, uh, starter jackets and jerseys and just things that are, you know, to this day you can still put on and they're just dope, you know. So, yeah, the 90s was the greatest in my opinion. And as far as the East Coast goes, you know, I think, you know, some of my favorite artists were, like I was saying, Tribe Called Quest, Nas, Wu-Tang Clan, J. Rue the Damager, Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth, Gangstar, Diggable Planets, just those real soulful conscious artists you know most deaf people who were saying something with their music but also putting the jazz influence into it to where it was just something so spacey and different that you would just 
vibe into really like that's where my love of hip-hop came from is a lot of those artists and then on the west coast you know you had some amazing artists like dre and snoop dropping that real g-funk sound a real west coast funk you know what i mean that definitely changed the game like and then artists like uh dub c ice cube south central cartel dj quick sugar free brother lynch you know they really all had that g-funk sound and put that gangster uh gang influence into it but also kept it real real g and real soulful real funky you know so some of that music that definitely still holds up to this day also little half dead if you never heard him definitely check him out uh he's he's actually nate dog's cousin so one of my favorite g funk artists and then you also had artists from the good life cafe people like far side hieroglyphics freestyle fellowship you know micah nine you know people like that like they they definitely changed the game because they, they came at it from a, such a different angle than the gangster rap. And I feel like they were an antithesis to that and they purposely did that. And that's why they really stood out and they really, you know, stuck to their guns more or less. They, they really held on to what they believed in and what they represented. And the Good Life Cafe is where that all started. You know, that's where it was, it was birthed and it, it was nourished, you could say. And I always tell people that a uh, Mutiny Cafe here in Denver, that's our version of the good life. That's where I met a lot of homies like 80 Spades, my homie Face Defeat, Spellbinder, you know what I'm saying? Uh, DJ Kongs, you know what I mean? I, I met all of them through the Mutiny Cafe here in Denver on Broadway. So I always tell people that's our good life cafe, you know what I mean? It's, it's going on right now. It's, it's what's happening in our city so definitely tune into that and come through if you enjoy open mics but yeah yeah just to get back to 90s hip-hop you know what i'm saying to me personally that's the golden era that's the best era of hip-hop with the most music i love but yeah still genres and yeah but still time periods after that are, still have some great music even to this day i i would never say that it's just my personal favorite is definitely the 90s the styles the sounds just everything they had going on and specifically conscious rap, you know, that's what this podcast is about. I would say that's what most of my music is, is conscious rap, conscious hip-hop. Technically, it's a subgenre of hip-hop that focuses mainly on social activism and the power of personal knowledge. It really focuses on creating awareness within the community and just with all those around you. You know, a lot of times the artists would talk about what's really going on in the world, such as the socioeconomic issues, police brutality, racism, government corruption oppressions and you know all types of other societal issues uh they also are you they also usually offered a positive and uplifting they also usually offered a positive and uplifting message into those songs so that's really what i gravitated to and what i always related to and felt like i needed to put into my music for better or for worse you know some of those artists are like most deaf nas gangstar tribe called quest you know day lost soul just people who always spoke spoke about the real things happening, you know what I mean? And that's really what I love. You could even say NWA was a part of that as well because of what they were speaking on with the police. So, yeah, man, I mean, I really think conscious conscious hip-hop is my, my flavor. It's what I really gravitate to, but that's not to say any other genre of rap or hip-hop is not good because I love it all. I love all types of music. You know, there's no genre that I necessarily hate. I could find good in any genre, even you know, music that's in a different language I love to listen to, you know, some Japanese jazz or some Korean pop or you never know what you'll find from another culture or another sound. So I always try to keep my mind open to any genre, to any sound style of music, you know, I feel like that's what helps me improve as a producer. So now I want to get into some of the business aspects of hip hop and 
I want to offer some knowledge and education for people who might be listening, who might be interested in getting into hip hop or don't know too much about the business or, you know, know too much about all the inner workings of it. You know, it's definitely a shady business at times. You know, you always have to watch out. You always have to dot your eyes. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, it's, it, it's an interesting situation for real, but I recommend everyone to, to read, to study, to research, to understand what you're getting into if it's something that you truly love, that you truly care about, because that really helps you in the long run. You know, I mean, I'm not rich, but I'm working towards making a living off of my music, and I've made money through my music. So, you know, I try to I try to help other people and show them the, the ways that I've been able to do that. You know, personally, uh, you know, it really has to do with knowing your worth, you know, and honestly getting your 10,000 hours, you know, to master your craft. You know, honestly, practice is the number one advice I would give to anybody to just keep practicing your craft and never stop, you know, never, ever stop practicing your craft no matter what. But definitely, you know, get those 10,000 hours in so you can be comfortable with who you are and what you're doing. That way you can know your worth and tell your worth to other people and that you'll have no issue with it and they should have no issue with it. And if they do, you know, you'll find other people who will value your worth. So that's really what it's about. There's one book I really recommend. It's uh, How to Make It in the New Music Business by Ari Herstan. I have one of the first versions. I know there's many versions he puts out, but no, it's a really good, really good book. It has a lot of tips on building a loyal following, making a living, and registering your music. I just wanted to to read a little part of it. You know, it's just a, a list of things to do before you release a song or album, you know. Number one is market research. That's There's many ways you can go about that. There's different services, you know, you can look into that. You know, for me personally, I just, I do my market research by releasing my music to just people I've connected with by the network I've created and sending my music to them and seeing what they think, you know. But yeah, there's there's different ways you can go about it. Number two would be registering your publishing. You know, there's many ways you can do that. That's definitely a very important aspect that I would recommend to any independent artist. Registering your, number three, registering your songs with the PRO. You know, there's uh, ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. So definitely look into all of those and register your music through those. That's definitely necessary as an artist, especially independent artists. Number four, register with Sound Exchange. That's, uh, that's definitely, it's, it's very similar to the PROs, but it gives you your digital royalties. So that's something very necessary too. You know, it gives you your Spotify streaming royalties that they might not collect for you. So that's definitely essential. Number five, get on allmusic.com and Discogs. It's basically, uh, you know, a database of music and albums that many, many artists have released. That's something that I haven't done personally, but, you know, it's good to have it. It's good to have your music on many different outlets so people can find it. Number six, register your copyrights. You can do that through uh, copyright.gov with the U.S. Copyright Office. Uh, that's definitely a great thing to do. Number seven, register for YouTube and SoundCloud Revenue. There's different ways you can go about that on those websites. You know, those are individual little. Number eight, pick your distribution company. Personally, I use DistroKid. To me, it's one of the best. It, it gets your music out there the fastest. They pay the most. They don't take any percentage of your music or own any of your music. And I also have a, an affiliate link that I can include. If you, know, if you guys want to join, it'll give you a percentage off. But me personally, I, I've used the other distribution services distro kid was just the one i enjoyed and got paid the most from so that's why it is the one i recommend 
Number nine, get a licensing company. You know, that's that's something that's farther down the line for most people, even myself. But uh, if you're interested in getting your music in TV shows and commercials and such, licensing companies help out with that, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, number 10, get new photos, get a new photo shoot. Uh, number 12, write a new bio, you know, uh, make a list of blogs to contact. These are just some of the things, you know, I just wanted to give you guys some, not all of them, obviously, but definitely read the book, How to Make It in the New Music Business by Ari Herstan. I recommend that to any independent artist. It definitely helps out. It definitely uh, teaches you a lot of what you should be doing. You know, and we can always learn. We can always grow. Me, personally, I learned through trial and error. I learned through my experience, through my life. You know, sometimes things go good, sometimes they go bad, but either way, you can always have a lesson in that. You know, that's really the the core of, of life, of experience, is just seeing what happens and what you can build and what you can create, and even if it fails, you still learn something, and that you can keep going and keep building and keep meeting new people, even if someone did you wrong and never let it shade you to the point where you can't communicate with other humans and build and connect and network because that is a true part of any business and being successful in any industry I feel like it definitely comes down to networking and knowing what you're doing but yeah you know I just wanted to give some information it's a great day it's uh March 31st 2023 Donald Trump got indicted I uh I wrote a song about it America's been divided you know what I mean uh I just dropped that one too. It's on my Bandcamp, supernovacreations.bandcamp.com. Just got a free download on that, so go check that out. Donald Trump indicted by a vote of a grand jury in New York. That indictment legally is under seal. Donald Trump's lawyers have been notified that he is indicted, and the process plays out here. Donald Trump just got indicted. America is divided from the politics provided. If it's true, they always hide it. Don't want you to be enlightened. Why the troops, they always fighting for the youth. I'm always writing in the loop, they always buying and buying. That's the military complex. Swear we on a military conquest. Wonder what the military's on next. This is beyond threats, wonder what's beyond death. I'll be on next. In a different light, feeling like I lived it twice. Had it go and rip the mic, had it go and get it right. Told you that they slick as ice with weapons, they go list the price and act like they won't miss your life. Had someone come up and tell me lead this out Told them I'ma speak my mind and I don't need your doubt Government corrupt and we gon' weed this out They just feed the cloud, it's such a fiendish route I'm planting all these seeds and they need to sprout Growing all these trees and they need to shout In other words, yeah my weed is loud All I need's a crowd for me to lead the town Government and everyone who's running it I told them they could suck a dick Be me to the mothership Yeah, I'm on some other shit Yeah, I'm on some other shit I said, fuck the government Today, like I said, is March 31st, 2023 Unfortunately, today in hip-hop history Nipsey Hussle died on March 31st, 2019 and uh, yeah, I'll never forget that day, man. That was a sad day. I definitely shed a tear for Nipsey. I've been listening to Nipsey's music since I was in high school and following his movement and what he was doing independently, how he was creating his own lane, creating his own business, had his own shop, had his own brand, had his own just everything he was doing. He was a genius. He was a mastermind at what he was creating. And it was so sad the way he passed. It, it just It just gives you chills even to this day to even think about it, like,
Nipsey Hussle, uh, he's a legend. And I know people people will be like, oh, well, people just, you know, they just like him because he passed. or and People didn't know about nah, Nipsey Hussle. He knew exactly what he was doing. I, I The first song I ever heard from Nipsey Hussle was Hustle in the House. That came out in like 2009. And ever since then, I, I followed his movement. You know, the marathon continues. Those, those projects were amazing. Bullets Ain't Got No Name. Then eventually Victory Lap and uh, his whole discography, I recommend, you know what I mean? And just how he carried himself as a person. He seemed like a very genuine, very intelligent, very real person and definitely someone to learn from in many aspects of life and many different facets of who he was. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. The marathon continues. That's... That's real, man. Life is a marathon, especially being an independent artist. It's never ending. It never stops. And if you can look at it like a marathon, then maybe you can keep going. But yeah, man, Nipsey Hussle. One of the greatest to ever do it. And uh, yeah, rest in peace. I'm going to end it on that note. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate y'all listening. My name is Ty Frazier. This is Higher Inner Power, a reflection of true hip-hop while sticking to the roots. Still propelling it forward, you know what I mean? Y'all have a blessed day, have a blessed evening. Thank you.